Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Welcome to a special episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we usually look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. But today on the show, we're doing something a little bit different uh, to celebrate the fact that we have a brand new Godzilla movie coming up next week. Actually, it's coming out today, but our episode will be next week. But to celebrate that, we are doing our top 10 favorite movie monsters. And joining me for that is returning co-host Ryan Darty. Before we get into that conversation, I want to remind you all, as always, to please make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together, so that way you can check out that Godzilla episode next week and all the other episodes that we've got coming up for you. We've got a lot of episodes coming up. June is going to be a crazy month. Um, we're finishing up May with this special episode, but June, I mean, I'm going to be fitting in episodes wherever I can. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if we end up hitting 10 episodes in a month, which we've never done before. Eight is our max so far. Technically, the show is supposed to be just four a month, but we've hit eight a couple times, and I'm sure we will do it in June and maybe even more. It's going to be a crazy month. Um, but yeah, make sure you're subscribed. You can rate and review us on iTunes. You can also follow us on social media at PiecingPod. And you can join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, a movie discussion group where we will be talking about these monsters and all kinds of other movie stuff. So make sure you join that group. And uh, you know what? This being a special episode today, I'd say let's jump into this conversation. It's a fun one. All right, so we are here with Ryan Darty again. This time, we're doing something a little different. We're talking about monsters, because we have Godzilla, King of the Monsters, coming up in just a week. And so uh, we figured this would be a perfect time to talk about monsters. Ryan, you're someone I like to talk about monsters with, so I'm glad to have you here. <laughs> yeah, man, happy for Monster Week, man. Uh, so I still have not actually seen, uh, as of recording, I haven't seen... The Gareth Edwards Godzilla, and I haven't seen Kong Skull Island, and honestly, mm. I'm not super interested in seeing either of them. Although I have good heard good things about Kong, but I'm super hyped for Godzilla King of the Monsters. Like, I love that I'm going to have you on the episode for Godzilla when you haven't seen the other two. That's yeah, uh, it I'm, just I mean, plays you know, I, perfectly I've seen in some of the older ones, you know, right? Like, and, and I know yeah. and like the tropes of kaiju's and stuff, uh -huh. but yeah. yeah, so I'm. I, I'm, you know, like, I honestly, I think the difference is like Godzilla, whatever, but like, I'm hyped to see photorealistic King Ghidra and like super hardcore uh, Mothra and stuff like that. So, hell yeah, hell yeah. Really. 
<laughs> well, all right. Well, we're going to we're going to get into a lot of Godzilla on the the main episode. I'm sure we'll get into some Godzilla on this episode as well. Yeah. Um but this is going to be a very loose rough top 10 monsters list. We're going to go back and forth doing our favorite monsters and talking about them and we'll probably have some honorable mentions at the end. Uh uh, a little behind the scenes, we just very quickly bunched these into an order, whereas it was just <laughs> big lists of monsters that we had come up with on our own. Uh, but, you know, that being said, I think these lists will be fairly ordered the way that we truly intend them yeah, to be. Yeah. Uh, so with that said, what do you got for your first, uh, which is your number 10 monster of all time uh, my number 10 monster it's not super monstrous but it is the monsters from the neil marshall movie the descent uh nice. that horror movie in the caves um yeah. uh, they're basically the naked mole rat equivalent of humans um but that first scene where they are introduced like you like in the movie you see them in the background a couple times at first but there's a shot where they're just kind of slowly panning this night vision camera across their group, and there's mm. one of them just standing right next to the group, kind of twitching the way they twitch. Um, and it's such a simple character design for these monsters, um, but for some reason it is just so iconic to me. Uh, and and like I know a lot of other people who have seen that, um, something about that horror movie just kind of sticks out with people in a lot of ways. I think because of the claustrophobia and stuff like that, and because it's almost like a scary enough movie get about getting lost in a cave before yeah. there's, like, fucking... I don't know if they're human cannibals that devolved or if they're actually monsters in that one. I forget. Um, but uh, that was definitely on the lower end for me, partially because they're not especially monstrous. Um, but very memorable, so I had to put them on my list. I almost included them on my list as well. Uh, they are really freaking cool. Um, and it's a shame that Neil Marshall's Hellboy movie sucked so bad. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Did he make the new Hellboy? He, yes, he did. Uh, oh, God. Uh, yeah. Can I can I ask you spoiler alert right now? Do you uh -huh. have some representation from the Guillermo Hellboys on your list? Uh, I do not, actually. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. I do. So we'll get Sorry to that to later Poor oh, Hellboy. I, 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 I got no love for him, man. I'm sorry. But, you know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, no, the that his movie wasn't that bad. I, I, I stand firmly that it's not good, but it's uh, it's not as bad as a lot of the reviews made it out to be. So uh, I'll respect to <laughs> to to him. Uh, so my number 10 is a, a, a classic alien creature uh, known as the Xenomorph from Alien. <laughs> uh <laughs> so uh yeah the, the the i mean really as far as i'm concerned it is like just the classic alien creature um and it's scary as shit um i'm not the biggest fan of the alien movies i mean as we've talked about before i actually i like the alien the newer alien movies for the whole david story and the you know all yeah. that stuff uh more than i like the actual alien movies and i know that is sacrilegious to movie fans but um you know they're they're good they're good but uh i like the creature more than the movies themselves yeah. and i think he's just one well, she is one of the uh coolest uh creatures really ever that's interesting you have it so low, because, like, if I'm thinking, I would argue that besides the universal monsters, mm -hmm. um, who, like, you know, could maybe, depending on your argument, not even count as monsters for the most part, um, I would say the alien is probably, like, 
the most famous monster besides like maybe Jaws or something like that. If you count Jaws, like right, that is yeah, like, that He's is super just su- like the face of horror. Oh, besides I know. Slashers. Yeah, well, like I said, my list is uh, terribly ordered, but um, sure, sure. <laughs> but it fit in when I uh, when I made it, so I, yeah, I there you I'm, go. I'm, yeah, staying at number. Yeah, 10. that that, that HR Geiger design is just so so. It cool. makes you uncomfortable. It makes you scared. It makes you intrigued. You want to like lean in and like oh, yeah. look at it in more detail. I love um, that Alien Covenant poster where it was just a like a black close up of it, and it just says "Run." Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, great. That's that yeah. awesome. That was just awesome. So what do you got for uh, number nine? Number nine is a uh, Norwegian black comedy called Troll Hunter. Mm. Um, it, I've it's never a fa- seen this. It's a f- I, I used to, my friends and I used to have a tradition that every Thanksgiving, I think it was Thanksgiving, no, it was every winter break, we'd get together and watch Troll Hunter, Rocky, and Mean Girls. I don't know how that got started. And I still can't actually tell you the plot of Rocky 1, because I would space out for that one. But mm-hmm. Troll Hunter is this found footage movie set in Norway about these guys who discover a big game hunter who actually works for the Norwegian government to hunt down. Like, it turns out all these mountain trolls from Norwegian mythology are actually real. And mm. they mostly stay on the, um, they mostly like stay on like the nature preserves and stuff like that. And his job is to either kill or corral the ones that escape back into it. So, um, so this found footage group, uh, follows him around for like a week in the life on the job while there's like a big outbreak of like more trolls wanting to come out than usual. Uh, and they look very much kind of like what you would see in like the Harry Potter movies and stuff like that, but they do a good job of like, um, really looking into like, uh, Norwegian mythology and, uh, Mm. folklore and like, there's like 10 different kinds of the trolls and you can kind of guess like how they would actually work in their environment as an animal based on what they look like for the most part. Mm. Um, so, and, and you don't, you don't usually get great looks at them. Um, very much like the movie very much has a few scenes that are like the payoff scenes. It's kind of like Cloverfield where like you spend most of it not being positive what the monster looks like, because Mm. even if it is on camera, it's like the camera is shaky and the character holding the camera is running away from it. Um, but it, it, and maybe I'm just biased because it's a foreign film, but it definitely like, so maybe I can't like tell if the acting is bad and stuff like that. (laughs) Uh, but it just, it it very much felt like, uh, oh, cool. This is kind of like Norway's Cloverfield basically, um, being like the found footage equivalent of a Godzilla based on the sensibilities of that country. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I've heard such great things about it. I always wanted to watch that movie. I'm going to have to... Uh, That's got, the only thing I ever remember about it is there's this great scene where I think they don't know the guy's a troll hunter yet. They think he's... I think they think he's like a poacher. And mm-hmm. he's in the woods, and they hear all this rustling. And then he runs out, and he runs right into the camera, and with this like really thick... Because I guess troll in Norwegian is still troll. So mm-hmm. he gets like right in the camera and just goes, Troll! And keeps running. <laughs> and they've got this like grizzled old Norwegian chain smoker guy who just like looks like oh man this absolutely is a guy who has been hunting trolls and is fed up with his government salary job <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's freaking awesome <laughs> well uh my, my number nine is a tie 
and uh, and both from the same thing. And it's a little bit cheating because I know that these this particular uh, these two monsters are based off of existing monsters. So you know, in a way, it's almost like parody. Yeah. Uh, so it really, uh, I should be talking about the originals, but I'm going to be talking about this one instead. Okay. Uh, I am talking about Michael Jackson's. Wolfman and zombie uh, personas in the Thriller music video. Um, you know, I've which, never actually seen that. I didn't know there was a Wolfman in that. Shut in your that mouth right now. I've never seen the music video. <laughs> Wait, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Never seen hold Thriller. On. Max Landis, the guy who directed American Werewolf in London, also directed a Wolfman music video for Michael Jackson? Well, this is his dad, right? Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, John Landis. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but like, yeah, yeah. It, it's totally based, you know, ripped off the same design and everything. I didn't know, know that. I ju- I've only seen the really famous uh, zombie part, like with the uh-huh. one part of the dance that everyone does. Yeah, when they're when they're in the movie theater in the beginning, and they're watching a movie. Michael's also the character in the movie, and he turns into a wolf man oh. in that one with a with a cool jacket and everything, you know. And so. Oh, uh, that's probably what Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, Bar Mitzvah from Thirty Rock was parodying. Okay. Yes, I would. I would say probably. Yeah. Now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I I love you know it, it's the best music video ever, and uh, and you know the, the dancing is just so incredible, the music so incredible, and so I, I I had to include it on my list. I will have to watch it. There's literally um so there's um. In Seattle, and and this is a plug for the Museum of Pop Culture, which is a fantastic museum. Um, their I've bottom floor, been there. yeah, yeah. Their their bottom floor is just kind of like a horror movie museum, mm-hmm. and uh, I think there is like they just have the thriller music video on loop on a TV nice. in the corner. Nice, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you got for your uh, uh, your next one? Yeah, uh, one of my favorite creature designs in any movie, which is uh, Tremors, uh, mm. the graboids. Uh, in uh, every in every Tremors movie, they introduce a new, and I haven't seen a Tremors movie in at least fifteen years. But as a kid, I like they, I, I was even able to pick up on the the balance of like the camp versus horror versus action. Um, but they would always like every movie would be like, "Cool, we've got a grip on what the Tremors monsters are now," and they'd be like, "Plot twist! It turns out if they get uranium." Like, they turn into giant spiders, or, like, plot twist. <laughs> if you let them get old enough, like, they'll just turn into, like... I think there was one that basically looked like emus that shot fire out of their ass. Um, I, I, I remember they were called ass blasters in the movie, which was lost on me at the time as a child. Oh, as sure. to the, the innuendo there, I was just, haha ass. Um, but I've always loved the look of the Graboids from the Tremors movies. Um... You know, it's it's goofy, but it's unique. Sure. Um, I haven't um, seen those movies since like high school, you know. And uh, I just the thing that stands out to me is the box art, which was is it's such a great poster, you know. Um, it kind of does. It's like a Jaws style one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good. Now that I'm thinking about it, that's a good poster. Hell yeah! I think we're due for a new Tremors. They've been trying. Well, because sci-fi originals like. Like, uh, I remember in, like, early high school, there was, like, Tremor 6. Yeah, Because yeah. um, they all, there's that one guy, uh, Bert is his character, like, he's just down to do Tremors' forever. They yeah. did a Tremors that was set in, like, Wild West times and shit, like, <laughs> they'll do whatever the fuck they want. Like, yeah. I, if there hasn't been a Tremors recently, it's not because 
people haven't been trying. Like <laughs> that's what we need. We need more just crazy, just fucking monsters. Like just, yeah. just throw whatever you could throw in it. And that's that's why I love Rampage. Yeah, I'm you know, just spoiler alert for an honor, about... honorable mention. But spoiler alert, but <laughs> that's why I love Rampage. I was just it's, thinking it's that like too. Yeah, just crazy shit with crazy monsters. That's what we need more of that in the movies. Absolutely. And, and I don't, I'm hoping this uh, this new Godzilla movie is that it looks like it based on the trailers. But yeah, you know, we'll see. It's probably gonna be way too serious but who knows (laughs) um so my next one is a uh i know we talked beforehand we've got a couple of movies where it's just kind of like everything in it you know um it's one of those and it's starship troopers um yeah that's a good one many just so many cool fucking creatures just these big bug insect creatures and uh they're all disgusting they're all terrifying and they're all just like really awesome and it's it's a great movie i mean we we, it's a movie that was really just not appreciated in its time but it really seems to have grabbed a cult following over the years and i'm glad about that really glad i've never seen any of the direct-to-video sequels though i've seen I, i saw a like heavily censored version of it when i was like 12 and way too young to understand the concepts of like fascism and satire which right, is like right. all that movie is um <laughs> so i really that's that's very been very high on my i need to go back and like actually watch it as an adult and like give it the credit it's due but i do it's, know the monster designs and they're awesome it's definitely on my list of go back and watch i haven't watched it in many years and i used to watch that movie all the time when i was like in my early 20s and yeah. i loved it so much and i could still picture all of it but i just haven't actually watched it in a while i need to go back and watch it <laughs> so great. might have to do a breaking apart for that one yeah that one. could be a good one too it definitely could be a good one all right what do you got for your uh, next one uh so my next one is one of my uh one of my favorite recent designs uh, recent uh i'm using the term very liberal here um for a monster which is the uh british horror i guess movie attack the block um mm. they're the the aliens are not super original looking in it but i like what they are which is they're basically just giant feral dogs that are like pitch black to the point where you like can't even see the individual hair and they've got these like very very detailed glow in the dark teeth so mm. like the movie has so many great shots of like you don't really know if there's any aliens on screen until suddenly you see, like, the snarl start to pick up, and it just, like, lights up perfectly in the background. Um, And I didn't like Attack the Block as much as I was expecting to, based on how much people rave about that movie. Yeah, Um, yeah. But I've always really liked the monster design for it. And I think, as a guy who plays a lot of video games, um, I... I'm kind of almost disappointed by cinema's monster movie designs nowadays, and I think it's mm. just because, like, when you play a game, you're going to get to see, like, 200 monsters. So at yeah. least one or two of them are going to be, like, an artist getting weak. But you don't necessarily see that as much in a movie, so anything that's, like, memorable to me and and glow-in-the-dark teeth automatically gives me, uh, like, I remember it. So I wanted to yeah. give a shout-out to that. That that makes a lot of sense, and yeah, you know, uh, I, I was thinking as I was making my list about how many great video game monsters there are, how, I mean, it obviously isn't what the podcast is about, but I could have just made just a list of, like, 20 great video game monsters, like, no, there's like, this list. There's, 
uh, you know, there are literally whole franchises that are basically Pokemon, but with actual monsters. And it's like, Ooh, cool, there's 200 yeah. monsters to pick from in so this many, game alone. So many creatures. And half of them are adaptations of... Right, yeah. Like, and, and half of them are just direct adaptations of, like, folklore monsters. But sure. it's, it, it, it's so cool to get to see, like, when you just have to kind of churn out a bunch of monsters, you get to some weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, my uh, next one that just inspired me to think of an honorable mention. Oh, good, good. Well, my next Sorry, one, yeah, uh, Guillermo del Toro is not going to not be on this list. Uh, <laughs> even, even though I'm, I don't love any of his movies, honestly. No, I, I agree. mean, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, he's somebody I want to love so bad, and I just, I never really love his movies. But I'm that being 100% said, on your board. yeah, that being said, though, the the pale man from Pan's Labyrinth is one of the coolest creatures uh, of all time. I, I think, hands down, uh, and that's not a pun. I just yeah. thought of that right now. He's the one with the um, eyes in his hand. Right? I haven't yes, seen the movie, yeah. but eyes okay. in the hand. Yeah, and uh, it, I mean, it's just so freaking cool and just so so original i don't think that that was any kind of design that had come before had been anything quite like it and uh it's just so imaginative so so creepy so weird and and the scene in which she exists is so creepy and so uh just so cool i mean it it's really i think the best thing he's done as a director is bringing that character to life uh does doug jones play him yes okay that makes that makes sense doug jones plays everyone in Guillermo movies (laughs) Yeah, um, and that's and actually that a good stuff. segue because my next one um, is uh, Hell- Hellboy one and two. The okay. uh, just kind of collectively, I think um, they uh, between the two of them, and actually I think the second one is better in that regard. Even though it's, I don't remember if it's a better or worse movie. Um, they're both movies that I like the idea of more than I like the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, speaking of the, uh, the pale man, there's the angel of death, uh, mm-hmm. who looks very, very similar to the pale man. Uh, I think in Hellboy two, there's the tooth fairies in Hellboy two, which are super crazy and creepy. Um, there's, e- there's even Hellboy when he goes full Hellboy, there's the, um, the mechanical monsters. I, I, I just think... Almost all of the creature design in both Hellboy movies, even the way they handle like elves and dwarves and shit like that, I th- I just it's some of my favorite um, creature design in any movie. Like I would oh, love yeah. to like flip through a book of just the concept art. For oh, there's those some movies. yeah, there's some great stuff in those two movies. And also, I brought it up earlier, but that that new Hellboy the reboot. Um, yeah. You know, if nothing else, the the scene where he is uh, trapped with the Baba Yaga is so freaking cool. I mean, it makes that movie it worth at least watching once, I think. Um, I'll definitely it, see it, it one of these days. Yeah, that character is as good, I think, as anything in those first two. Um, it's the Baba just, Yaga the rest, is the not Mila Jovovich's though. character, right? No, oh, no. Okay. It's, a, it's just a character that's only like in it for about five, ten minutes or something okay. like that. Yeah, yeah but... Uh, but yeah, really freaking cool. Uh, all right, so I'm going to take it back to uh, to a, a comedy for my next one, actually. Um, okay. And that is uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I loved this movie when I was a kid. Uh, you know, and uh, Audrey 2 is just such a... Uh, 
you know, it's just such a unique classic character. I mean, and you know, and it, it's just such a fun, silly movie. And you know, any movie that can, I, I, you know, I'm a big fan of horror comedy. And any movie that could combine, uh, you know, all that, you know, gruesomeness with with hilariousness and with a great creature, I mean, that's just awesome to me. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I I saw that for the first time last Halloween, actually. Yeah, that was nice. that was I was debating doing it. Like, I didn't love the movie, which is why I didn't pick it. But like, it's definitely iconic. Oh um, yeah. So I've talked about this on one of the podcasts before. I don't remember which episode, but the uh, the Korean movie D War Dragon Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really, um, you know, like I could have picked Rain of Fire because I'll talk about Rain of Fire for fucking ever. But um, <laughs> Dragon Wars for 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 what a god awful movie it was. The last thirty minutes is like one big fight scene of like the U.S. military. Fighting a bunch of dragons, like, in New York City. Um, <laughs> and there's, like, nine different kinds of dragons. They've got, like, the Dragon Ball Z Asian dragons that, like, you know, don't have the wings and are, like, long snakes. They've got these, like, uh, dudes that look like the bad guys from the first Avengers movie. They've got ones that look like pterodactyls. They've got uh, these awesome, like, their, their version of tanks are, like, giant turtles with, like, mortar cannons attached to their backs. Um, and as a dude who's just like a real dragon nerd, um, it was a treat. I don't know if the CGI holds up. I haven't seen the movie in a while, but like mm-hmm. getting to see like 10 different takes on dragons because there is such a wide spread in there. And like most movies that have dragons pick one kind because that makes sense but this movie was like, nah, fuck it. What if the Dragon Ball Z dragon had an army of european style dragons and then those guys all had an army of raptors and those raptors rode turtles and then also (laughs) lizard people like they i'm sure there's a couple other kinds in there too um but like if i had to pick a movie to be like this is the dragons on cinema it would have to be dragon war hell yeah yeah (laughs) i i you talked about it. Uh, I, I think it was probably during How to Train Your Dragon, maybe that episode. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Um, and I ever since I I've thought I probably should watch this uh, this movie sometime. I'm gonna I'm gonna air it for my friends one of these days. But <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, so moving on from D Wars to one of my all time favorite movies ever. Um. I'm going to talk about Henrietta in Evil Dead 2. Is is she just one of the Deadites? It's been a so while. So she, she's not just one of the Deadites. I mean, she's kind of like, aside from the big giant monster head that blasts its way through the door, okay. she's like kind of like the big baddie, you know, towards the end of the movie. Um, oh, okay. And yeah, and she she's the one that's in the fruit cellar that comes out, and she's just really freaking creepy really freaking awesome and uh totally ridiculous and then once uh ash starts fighting her she morphs into this giant creature with uh 
with like a snake head. Oh, thing she's and... that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Evil and Dead Two it... is the one I've seen the least for some reason. Oh, it's so so freaking good. And uh, and yeah, the creature design is just insane. It's it's and the character is so funny. I mean, she pulls like a little bit of a Hulk Hogan move at one point where she's like <laughs> shaking her hand. I mean, you know, those movies are are freaking hilarious, of course. And uh, but it, it's they're as scary as they are hilarious. I think. Oh and they're, yeah. They're so goddamn good, and I we all know how much I love Evil Dead, and uh, so I, I was trying to think of what's my favorite character, like my favorite creature throughout the series, um, but I, I had to go with Henrietta. That's for that a good one. one. That's a good one. Yeah, I had been trying to think if there was anything good in Army of Darkness to put on my list when I was watching it. Uh, sorry, when I was when I was writing this, but yeah, uh, I was actually thinking about putting the skeleton soldiers. Although then you could really kind of go back to uh, Jason, you know, the Ray, and... yeah, all that Ray Harryhausen stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's all inspired by. But um... so next up on my list uh, is one that uh, I touched upon earlier. Uh, Cloverfield has to go okay. on there. I I did very specifically try to avoid putting any of the Godzillas or Godzilla characters on here. Um, and Cloverfield, as far as a monster design, um, it's, it's cool. It's, it's good. I, I would say it's borderline great, but that's, that's not just what I love about Cloverfield. Like the, the tiny Cloverfield monsters, those are really cool, but, Mm -hmm. um, but I, it's such a weird direction to have taken the monster looking like, right? It looks like a shaved gorilla with like... The face of the super vampires from Blade Two or something like that. Yeah, a little bit of a praying mantis. Yeah, like there's like there's so many things going on, and and I remember before that movie came out, I was so excited, and there was so many people would like leak their like fake leak their art and claim that it was concept art from the movie, and Mm. and just as much when I think of the monster designs of Cloverfield. I think of the crazy creativity that other people had in what they thought this monster was going to look like based mm-hmm. on, you know, two screenshots from the film. There was a, there was a very popular one that went around for a while that was basically, it almost looked like a, it almost looked like a monster that was wearing a beluga whale kind of thing. The huh. way a human would wear, like a like a Viking would wear, like a bearskin coat or something like that. Hmm. Um, and I just I think of all those monsters, and I think of the actual Cloverfield monster, and and I'm just struck by how different it is from big lizard bad or like big spider stomp and or like <laughs> blob of goo dissolve. Like those are like the three things that every monster is uh like i was so disappointed that i couldn't pick something from fucking like independence day 2 or something because like Uh every one of those things at the end of the day was like cool it's a big beetle like who (laughs) it's not like yeah it's cool because we're seeing it and it's rendered well but it didn't it didn't strike me like as uh, a, like a unique, memorable monster, but right, and unique is what it what it comes down to is when we're trying to make a list of things that are like really stand out. Yeah. I mean, unique is what we want, you know. Yeah, and the Cloverfield monster is just so there's so much going on for it. It's got the gills, it's got the like sacks, it's got the are the things on its back baby versions of it, or are they just another monster that was in the Marianas Trench? Like, yeah. 
Oh, man. Well, spoiler alert, I'll be bringing Cloverfield back up later. I, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I we will get quite more time to talk about Cloverfield as we continue on. Um, so my next one, you did uh, you did briefly mention uh, Mr. Godzilla just then. Um, yeah. He is my next one. Um, oh, yeah. So he would be higher on the list, actually, if it wasn't for the fact that, uh, you know, aside from... respecting his place in the history of monster movies i i not a huge fan of most of his movies sure um you know they're they're they are what they are uh you know the the classic ones are really cool for the uh for the time and everything but they're not movies i really want to go back to and then the recent ones are all just absolutely terrible you know um so but it's still one of the coolest monsters ever um the things that he can do are all just so crazy awesome every time you see even even the the 98 godzilla every time you see that there's a a godzilla coming i mean you gotta get a little bit excited because it's freaking godzilla you know what i mean you want to see what he's gonna do and what he looks like yeah yeah he's just he's just so awesome you know and um that's why I really, really hope that we're going to be pleasantly surprised by this new one. I think we are. I think yeah. I, I'm letting I think myself get psyched up for it. I think that they they know we want, you know, and the funny thing is there are a lot of people who did like the 2014 Godzilla and are like, you know, you, you people just don't get it. It's about the themes and all that, you know, but I think that yeah. the, the I think the people making this new one are like, no, we actually do want to see Godzilla fuck shit up for <laughs> <laughs> I, hours, I will you know? give I will give some shout outs to um one uh the creature design in Shin Godzilla. That's one mm-hmm. of the coolest Godzillas, but that's just Godzilla, but he's really fucking tall. Um yeah. but one that doesn't get a lot of attention is uh I think it's called Godzilla Planet or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an anime. And okay. um and, and there's like two or three animated films and it's set like a million years in the future. But um Part of the premise of that Godzilla is like Godzilla doesn't stop growing. Like if you if you give him <laughs> another ten thousand years, he will just turn into a machine. Like like it is <laughs> it is a really interesting. Like if you want to capture like Force of Nature Godzilla, um, Shin Godzilla is a really good one for that because um, it kind of goes back to the original Godzilla of like. Um, I think Shin Godzilla is supposed to be a metaphor about like bureaucracy and red tape, which is mm. like different from most of them. But he, he, they still tried to kind of make him look menacing. And then, oh, Godzilla, Planet of the Monsters. He's like literally just like a walking mountain made of scales in that movie. Um, it's it's fucking. He looks so goddamn cool. <laughs> like that's really the only way to put it. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> So uh, what do you got for your next one? Uh, my next one uh, is Alien, the Xenomorph. Okay. Um, largely there out of respect more than anything else. Um, yeah. But I do think that, um, you know, the, alien, the mythology of the aliens is interesting. The biology of the um, aliens is interesting. Um, Everything about them is cool. It's such a good design. I was watching someone play that game, Alien Isolation, at work today. Um, uh-huh. And I, you know, like, there, 
even just watching someone else in a fully lit office play this game, uh, I was still like a little on the edge of my seat when they yeah. were like hiding under a desk and the alien would walk by and stuff like that. <laughs> it's just such a good design and the face huggers are amazing. I like I would argue the chest burster is the weakest of like the eggs are awesome. Um the queen is fine. We don't have to talk about the half alien, half human. Um <laughs> but it's just it it straddles the line between like uncomfortable and outright horrifying so well. And yeah, yeah. Uh so I just had to had to put that up there. No, yeah, and you know, I I do think that the xenomorph is probably the scariest creature if we're going to go off of scary. Yeah. Um and cuz I mean, you know, the big ones are so big that it's like you know, it, it kind of it, it changes the the whole scope of the whole thing, but the xenomorph could actually chase you down a hallway and freaking ruin you you know yeah yeah and i mean you know like when you when you go back and watch the first one it's so obviously like a basketball player in a gimp suit but like <laughs> like it still works like yeah. and that's how good of a design it is <laughs> all right i'm gonna go with my next puzzle piece which is um uh another tie okay, okay. Um, so, and I'm going to, I'm going to talk about them separately. They're both from the same movie. Uh, the first one is the, the T-Rexes from the King Kong movie, the Peter Jackson King Kong movie, um, which I love this movie. Um, I know not a lot of people do, but especially the middle hour of the movie, I think is just so exciting, so much fun. And just just an absolute freaking roller coaster of an hour, basically. Um, and I think the way that these T Rexes fight, and the way that they're handled, and everything, uh, the way that they they fight with Kong, and the way that they are, you know, constantly after the humans, um, is just so fun. That basically fun. That that's why I love the middle hour of the King Kong yeah. movie. I just think it's so much fun, and the way that they. Uh, and a lot of it has to do with the um, the situations that Peter Jackson puts them in. You know, I could have easily gone to Jurassic Park's T-Rex, which is another great right, monster, right. even though it's based on reality. Um, still a, a monster in, in its own right. Um, but the things that Peter Jackson puts these things through, like when they're falling through the vines and they're swinging back and forth and all that stuff. And then, uh, when they're teaming up on King Kong, which is just so great, the whole team tag team battle, like, um, I, I, I just love them so much. I think it's like the best Tyrannosaurus version. Dude, that, that scene where he grabs it by the jaws and pulls, that's like, that's going to be in my brain forever. So awesome! So now, freaking did you, awesome. Did you not like Kong Skull Island? Uh, I liked Kong Skull Island. I didn't love it. It, okay. it was cer- certainly way better than uh, the Godzilla movie. Um, it, it was enough better to get me a little excited about this new King Kong. I sure. mean, new uh, Godzilla and the idea of a Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it, it's not great. But it. But I. But I liked it. Most of that though is like that middle hour. Right, like they don't they don't do the whole Kong comes to New York thing in that movie, right? It's right, just it, them stuck on you know. Yeah, Jurassic in theory, Park. it's that middle hour turned into a two hour movie, but then there is a lot of uh, you know a, a lot of messiness along okay, the way that really sure. kind of drags it down. You know, 
Uh, but it it sure looks cool though. Yeah, cinematography yeah. is fantastic in that movie. No man, that uh, I haven't thought about that King Kong Peter Jackson movie in a long time. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it well, you should watch the middle hour at least. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, tied with the uh, Tyrannosaurus Rexes in uh, that Peter Jackson's King Kong are the slugs and bugs in the slug pit. Uh, in that that middle hour of King Kong, which I, I lied when I just said that, uh, the xenomorph is the scariest monster. Uh, the scariest thing that's ever been in film aside from event horizon for me is that slug bug pit. Oh man. Yeah. There's the, (laughs) uh, there's like the leech type thing, the leech things and going over their arms, like sucking up onto their arms and, and the, the like cricket looking things crawling on their back and like all those giant bugs and creatures. And, um, yeah, it's, it's the most horrifying, like, and it, it keeps going. That, yeah. That's part, part of it. It's like a solid, like, I would say about 10 minutes long of just big giant bugs crawling all over these people and they can't get away. And it's just, it's a fucking living nightmare. <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. And it looks amazing too. Um, I don't want to turn away because it's so beautifully done and it just looks so real and so... Uh, I just getting sick thinking about it. Right I now. like very distinctly remember, like after that movie came out, um, like that's what people were talking about that Monday. Like, yeah, people are like, yeah, I, I, I hope Kong they were. I good, hope they couldn't. But stop like, about oh it. my god, I was not prepared for how scary like the lampreys were and stuff like that in there. Right. Yeah, like, they were oh. freaking creepy. No, that's shit. a good, that's a good call. Yeah. All right, so uh, now that not I've got my uh, my Peter Jackson King Kong out of the way, what do you got? Uh, I actually have some Peter Jackson coming up later. So, um, okay. so the next one, uh, it's you know another one that kind of has to be in there out of respect, and it's definitely the movie that even if I it's not my favorite horror movie, I I would have to say it's probably the best horror movie, which is John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, right. And ironically, I I actually really dislike body horror in general. Mm. So, like, all those parts of the thing don't do much for me, actually. The, like, ah, the head turns into a spider, but just the way that that movie, like, so effortlessly goes from, like, full-on Cronenberg body horror into, like, hardcore Cold War thriller paranoia and, like, claustrophobia, and that movie, like, just makes you question everything. And I also mm. have to kind of tie it with my number one guilty pleasure horror movie, which is The Faculty, which is Robert <laughs> Rodriguez's very, very 2000 remake of uh, The Thing, uh, which also, in its own way, I do like the way the aliens look in The Faculty as well. There's some pretty cool designs in that one. So it's not just getting a nod there for that. but um, But, like, they definitely took away uh right like those those movies took what was already scary about invasion of the body snatchers mm. and then said well fuck it once the alien gets outed as an alien we should make something else happen and it what they decided to have happen was cool what if the alien splits itself in half and then just turns into like a walking <laughs> bloody like spider made out of intestines um, yeah. So they kind of like had the best of both worlds uh, in that way, and and there's just so much to 
the uh, the thing, right? Like the cinematography. If you watch it uh, at every point, he makes sure that if someone is infected, their eyes don't reflect any light. Like he specifically staged all lighting and cinematography so that if you see a glint of light reflecting off of someone's eyes, like their pupils, you know uh-huh. they're human at that point. There's there's bits of the movie that seem like plot holes, but if you really pay attention, you'll like hear sounds in the background that like explain that someone dropped something, which is how this thing happened. It's just such an intricate web that like I'm almost not picking it because of the monster. But the monster just is like a like a, an icing on the cake for it. And mm. I'm sure there's a lot of people who love body horror who would pick the thing just because of the designs of sure. the thing monsters as well. So I think it really works on every level, which is why it's just such a goddamn good movie. Yeah, those practical effects and it's just it's crazy. Um and you know, the thing is a movie that I I honestly, I think the next time I watch a movie at home, it's going to be the thing yeah. because I've been wanting to rewatch it for so long. Uh, I haven't seen it, you know, I don't know, maybe even 20 years. It's been that long. So I've really been wanting to go back and watch it. Uh, really, ever since I saw John Carpenter in concert and they were showing like scenes from his movies up on the uh, yeah. up on the screen. And it just really made me want to go back and start watching some of his movies because those effects are just so insane. People cool. hated the score for that movie too when it came out, and and it was actually explained to me recently. The reason for that was was that I guess the the composer, um, you would know his name. He's very famous, um, and he I guess like didn't have time to actually score oh, Mar- the movie. Morricone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he didn't have time to score the movie afterwards, so he kind of just gave a bunch of general mood pieces to carpenter and said Mm. like kind of cut and arrange these as you need to for the movie um and then you know what a fucking leftover track from that was on the hateful eight score and i think that won like a fucking oscar or golden globe or something for its score and it was literally a song that john carpenter decided wasn't good enough to be in the (laughs) thing yeah what the fuck tarantino (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's great i i would you know what fuck it i total aside but i would love to see a tarantino monster movie oh my god yeah there is there are so many genres of movie that even though i'm not a tarantino fan i would love to see him do oh that'd be great oh that'd be yeah, so great the faculty is yeah. a robert oh. rodriguez uh monster movie that's the closest you're gonna get yeah i <laughs> I saw it in the theater. I don't even really it's remember. My it favorite that well. part. So it's so two thousands because it's got yeah. fucking Josh Hartnett and twelve year old Elijah Wood. But my favorite part of it is that I think one of the most tense scenes in movie history is the scene in the thing where everyone's tied up and they're testing the blood with the flamethrower. Uh-huh. And the equivalent of that scene in the faculty is they all do coke. Because the aliens can't tolerate the cocaine. And, awesome. and in the movie, they're like, oh, it's not actually cocaine. It's basically just ground-up caffeine. But it's clearly supposed to have been coke, and like the executives said, remove it. So all the kids <laughs> do cocaine to prove they're not aliens. And it's so dumb. I love it. That, that kind of rules. That kind of rules. <laughs> it's a great maybe, scene. Maybe I'll... Maybe I'll go back and watch that too. That sounds like Oh, it used to be on Netflix. I I and it, like it was I I rewatched it more than I watched the thing. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, man. Well, my number two is one that we already talked about. Uh, it is, of course, Cloverfield. Yes. Uh, we all know how much I love Cloverfield, how much we both love Cloverfield. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really do think it's like of the last, you know, 20 years, like the probably the best uh, new creature design. I, I, I think Clover is so cool. I think... I I've watched the behind the scenes yeah. on the DVD multiple times and I never do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but watching them come up with that thing is so cool. And I, there's just so much, you know, obviously that movie is filled with so much like mystery and things to dig into and just that all really does add to it. And, uh, you know, trying to, th- you know, trying to theorize about like, you know, his origins and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, what, what exactly it is and where it came from and all that, that all really adds to the mystique of it. And it's as much the design as it is just the whole overall story of, you know, what Cloverfield is and what the Cloverfield series is, even though it's been completely ruined now, but let's not talk (laughs) about that. Um, but (laughs) what the whole overall, you know, thing is. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I love Cloverfield. I know you do too. No, man, it's so good. And like one of the cool things uh about its design that really like I don't think the movie gets enough credit for is because you don't know what the the monster looks like for most of the movie and because mm-hmm. when you do get to see it it is so weird looking. Um they can play with different parts of the movie. Like there's a there's a like the shot when they're on the bridge and I think it like very obviously seems like it's like the monster's tail that's breaking the bridge. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think at the end, the monster doesn't even have a tail. Like, it just has weird-looking arms and right, stuff like right. that. And, and there's just so much to its biology that every shot you see of the monster, and they're few and far between, it almost... I, like, it's, it doesn't look like a different monster, but it looks like a different type of monster. You're like, oh, cool. So this is like a gorilla-type monster. And then you're like, oh, no, this is kind of like... It looks like an axle... Um, an axiotl or something like that. And it, it's just because it looks like all of those things thrown yeah. together. It's got the giant hand. It looks, uh, in the early scenes when it's like roaring, uh, when they're running across the town, it looks bug-like. Um, it's yeah. Just yeah. so many things at once. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it, 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 it really speaks a lot to it, the fact that people like you and I want to see another movie of the same story from a different point of view. Just so we could get more glimpses of this thing, you know, that's uh, that's pretty wild. I think. Yeah, no, that's that's crazy, man. It is, it is a great design. Like like there, I do I did like some of the leaked concept arts even better, but it is mm-hmm. such a it's so foreign in such oh, a yeah. weird way. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, that brings us to our number ones, um, and you know, I think this has been a great list so far. Um, a lot of like varied choices, I think we're going yeah. with. Um, but uh, let's let's jump into it. What's what do you got for number? I one? do want to ask before we say these: is your number one like a surprising one or something? Because I'm trying to figure what you haven't put yet, and I'm assuming you're not going to do a universal monster. So, like, I really don't have any idea what your number one is going to be. Well, I'll give you a hint. It's something from one of the other movies I have oh, mentioned, okay, okay. but singled out as as its own Very thing. Worth. Okay, so I'm kind of doing the same thing. So I think overall, um, it it gets credit for its movie designs, but not necessarily in the kind of context we're talking about that. Uh, and that's the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, mm. Specifically, I think the Balrog is the coolest fucking thing that's ever been on camera. 
pretty much ever. Um, and like Lord of the Rings gets, you know, uh, it has the trolls, it's got the monsters, it's got the orcs. Um, but then you've got this thing that like looks like, oh, this is probably what Satan actually looks like. <laughs> and he's got a whip sword made of fire. Like yeah. it's uh I did actually see when I looked up some movie lists, um, the I guess the troll from the from the same kind of scene, like when they're in the mines, is is um typically cited as like the quintessential example of the good monster design in Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. Uh, but I do think part of the reason the Lord of the Rings monster designs are kind of easy to dismiss is because they're all just very good interpretations of things we're already familiar with, right? Like a cool sure. orc is still just an orc, right? There's not a lot of weird designs in there, um, but the Balrog is just something so massive that like you see it in video games all the time. You see things like the Balrog in video games yes. all the time, but you don't yes. see that shit on screen in movies. You don't see... Like a hell knight come on screen for a fight. Um, yeah. So and, and like everyone knows that scene, and they at least vaguely recall what the Balrog looks like. They might not remember if you call it the Balrog, but if you're like, oh, the the you shall not pass thing, and when they're fighting on the way down, like it's just it's iconic. It's um, it's unique in the context of film. Uh, it still looks great, you know, the, that's one of the, you know, uh, the Lord of the Rings movies did a lot of practical effects, uh, but you see things like that that were pretty much all just CGI, and they pulled that shit off real well. Um, mm. So, yeah, I, I think my favorite on-screen monster movie in a lot of ways would actually be the Balrog from Lord of the Rings. That's great. Um, I wish that the Lord of the Rings movies weren't, you know... 18 hours long. <laughs> I, I wish I could go back and watch them for the creatures because yeah, there are some really awesome monsters in there. And, uh, I, I just, I can't bring myself to watch three hour long movies. Like when I want to watch a cool monster movie, Definitely. you know, e e even, even Peter Jackson's King Kong, I find myself, I I've watched it probably like, you know, 20 times or something in my life. I I'd say over half of those times I started at hour two. You know, I was like, I already know what happens in the first hour. I, I could skip it and just watch the second two hours, you know? Um, yeah, the Lord of the Rings movies are so damn long, but I do generally speaking, I love Peter Jackson. Um, I mean, I dead alive was one of my favorite movies ever. Um, you know, and I was so excited when he got the reins to, uh, to the Lord of the Rings franchise. And, um, at the time I did love these yeah, movies yeah. and you're absolutely right. They're the, when I when I was there on the opening nights and seeing these freaking creatures brought to life, I mean it was it really was something awesome. So uh and, and your number one creature is King Kong. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> there you go. I yeah, I I'm <laughs> just jump right okay, in. Okay, that's with very it. anticlimactic. <laughs> yes, yeah, just jump right in with it, King Kong. I've talked about him a ton during the episode. Uh, no, I I I love King Kong. I King Kong has been my one of my favorite characters in all of cinema for for many many years. Um, I I love every version of him. Uh, you know, back back to the original and and up to you know Peter Jackson's and then this uh, most recent one that's part of this new uh universe thing um i i just love the character i love the way he 
I love the way he interacts with the world. I love his stories. I love uh, I love everything about him. I I, I think King Kong is just uh, I think he's the best, and I I want so badly for there to be more good King Kong movies. Because I mean, really. I there's only really the three that I ever really go to watch, and I I would love for there to be more. I hope there will be more in the future. But if nothing else, I also have the various posters and uh, figures around my house that I get to look at. So it's <laughs> King Kong rules. That's and, uh, that's uh, Andy Circus, uh, yeah. right? Yeah, Andy Circus did him, and I I you know what? That's a good question. Did he do him in the uh, the new one? I don't think he did. No, um, no. Um... Yeah. But but certainly in the uh, it Peter was Jackson. a younger guy did it. Um, mm. He's like a dude uh, who like actually um, like is an an actor. Uh, fuck. Oh, that's right. Because I was like so shocked when I found out what he was in. Yeah, like uh, I think he may have even yeah. been one of the humans in the movie as well. Mm. Um, Toby Kebbell. Yep. yep. Oh, that's no, right. He, he, he also a- is in. Uh, Toby Kebbell is also the bad gorilla in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, isn't he? Yes, yes, that's right. Or the array. and he was. Yep, I knew it. I knew it. He was in the Hurricane Heist. <laughs> I still right. haven't seen that. That's I'm what, so uh, salty. one of the first episodes of piecing it together. Me and Chad did the Hurricane Heist. I, I I've always <laughs> wanted to make a movie with basically that exact same plot. Growing up in like Beach Town, New Jersey, where you wouldn't get like the brunt of the hurricanes, but you'd still get like the towns closing. I always wanted to be like, you could just rob a bank during this. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of a perfect, perfect premise, and yeah. uh, it's incredible. Do you want to just talk about Hurricane Heist for like another hour right now? <laughs> the real monster is the, the hurricane. Real the real monster is the skull in the hurricane, uh, which is never addressed. It just happens for no apparent reason. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, let's not do that. But, uh, yeah, no, th- this, this is a great list though. I mean, uh, you know, I, I've been writing down all the movies, uh, while we're going through it and it will be in the show notes, the full list of the movies that we discussed. Great, great. And I, I did send you a picture of what a fucking monster, uh, um, yeah. planet Godzilla yeah. Godzilla looks like, like that, that dude is just a tank. Well, uh, let's let's hope that this new king, or this new uh, Godzilla does well. And then that Kong versus Godzilla does well. And then we get, a a whole universe of these it's weird. I, i'm so like even though i'm so hyped for king of the monsters i'm like already not giving a shit preemptively about godzilla versus kong like <laughs> like I, I it can't be good no it, it just can't but i want it to be good so bad especially because king kong is gonna be in it. yeah um all right, i got a couple do you have any honorable mentions yeah, I have I have a couple things written down. What do you Burn got? Run through those real quick. Uh, sure. The monster from Jeepers Creepers, I always I always thought was a kind of cool design for a creature. Uh-huh. Uh tends to evolve a lot, but I kind of left that off because it was very humanoid. And then another one that I I really wanted to call out in terms of memorable designs that seem very thought through for their purpose is uh, the aliens in the movie Arrival, which came out like two years ago. Um, and I, I'm a huge fan of Arrival. That was that's mm-hmm. the only Denny Villeneuve or whatever his name is movie that I've actually seen. Uh, like I know mm-hmm. everyone else in our podcast group like goes crazy for the guy. Um, yeah, right. But that's the only one I've seen. But like it was such an interesting approach to alien design, and because of the premise of that movie, like it very much felt like like oh, like they almost 
maybe they didn't work backwards on the alien design from the things they wanted to accomplish, but you very much get that sense of like, I get how this works. Like I, mm-hmm. they look the way they look and the things we have seen about their culture and how they communicate and whatnot. Like it's all very organically works together. It's kind of like when you see the Star Trek episodes where like clearly they've written like 50 fucking novels about the way these aliens work, but none of that's yeah. relevant to the plot. It just all organically works together. Um, uh-huh. The like sentient squid or look, I think, is is also very overdone for monsters, and yet uh, the movie Arrival put like a a great twist on it and justified it. So uh, I wanted to just give a shout out to that design. Right on. Um. So I yeah I got a few honorable mentions. Um. I I kind of mentioned earlier already about the the monsters in Rampage, which are you yeah know, Rampage awesome. is a great one. Um. Also. Uh. I just wanted to say John Carpenter movies in general. Um, also, I don't know if this one really counts because it's it's basically just Rottweilers. But the, the Rottweilers and Don't Breathe are... They, oh they have, my god! Yeah! They have, they have a monster movie feel to them, but they are basically just Rottweilers. Dogs, but they're yeah. so... They're, they're so awesome, though. They're so awesome and fucking scary. Um, yeah. They're, they're, they're great. They're so great. Um, and then the uh, last uh, honorable mention would be uh, a tie between the Sandworm and Beetlejuice and the alien guy. I don't know what his name is. I don't really remember from Mars Attacks, both Tim Burton. Like you're just talking the regular aliens, like the Martians from Mars Yeah, Attack? with the big, uh, the big head and the... Yeah, uh, yeah, that's like a very yeah. classic design yeah but it's a good one but it's it's such a like a fun it's such a fun design though like you know it's it's super cool and you know of course we didn't really bring up any of the universal monsters yeah. um so you know we got to give a shout out to all of them really but uh you know i mean we can't bring uh, up everybody there's got to be a few losers in the room another guillermo del toro one that i saw come up a lot and I did vaguely name drop it earlier uh, when I was looking at some other lists just to make sure that there wasn't anything super obvious I was missing. Um, mm. uh, surprisingly, almost every list reasonably high up has the super vampires from Blade 2. And don't get me wrong, huh. they're super cool looking, but like that's yeah. not something I would have pegged to be like, oh, wow, multiple lists are going to make this like within the top 15 of like the super vampires. From the sure. movie with Wesley Snipes kickboxing vampires to death. I would not have thought of that. Yeah, they are a cool but... design, though. And that is, uh, I think they have a replica of the heads of those guys at that Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle that I was talking about. Um, Guillermo does good. Like, why? I gotta imagine at this point that, like, everything that I love about Guillermo del Toro has nothing to do with him. And has everything to do with like an artist who works on all of his movies, like yeah, I, like I he's don't not know. designing these things himself. Like he probably has ideas, but like uh-huh. he probably just said "skinny dude hand on eyes" or "eyes on hand," and then someone else like made that a thing. Like, damn, I want I want that job of just saying things and someone draws them. <laughs> That's fun. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> <That'd be great. laughs> oh man! Well, we I, I think we uh, I think we talked about enough monsters here. Yeah, we for covered today. a really good range here. I know before we did yeah. this episode, 
I, I had been asking you, like, are we wanting to keep it just kaijus? And, and my example I used was, like, would the xenomorph count for right, something like right. this? And, and, you know, we played it kind of loose, but I think we, we saw a really good spectrum of, like, sometimes yeah. it's just there because it's a monster in a good movie. Sometimes it's just there because it's memorable. Sometimes it's there because, like, it works for that movie. And sometimes it's just because it's a good fucking monster. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, wh- wh- one other thing I wanted to mention before we close it up is that uh, yeah. this, I, as I also looked at a few lists as well, like you did to kind of try to jog my memory. But a lot of this yeah. is just going off the top of my head and like trying yeah. to uh, trying to remember some of my favorite monsters. Um, I'm sure there's like little movies I saw along the way that had really freaking cool monsters that at the time I freaking loved and I just didn't think of it today. Um, but you know, shout out to all those really cool, you know, monsters that are being designed by really talented artists. I mean, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff out there. Oh man. I, yeah. I could do a whole nother episode of this specifically about monsters from like horror short films and stuff. Like oh, that. and those I'm are sure. much more monster in the way of horror movie monster than they are in the way of. Uh, you know, kind of what we're talking about. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's there's just such a spectrum. And I do feel a little bad about my remark about like not getting to see that variety in movies. Um, mm. Because I, I do think, especially in smaller movies, like people get creative. Um, but for something like a monster, um, unless you're real good, you know, like first alien and stuff like that, at some point you are just kind of going to be backing up against the limits of how can you bring this monster to life, right? Like, what is your CGI? What is your right. costume? What are your prosthetic effects? Um, yeah, yeah. And that's why it doesn't necessarily always work as well with uh, lower-budget films and stuff like that. Sure, sure, absolutely. Well, uh, Ryan, you got anything uh, you watch lately you want to recommend? Yeah, I got a plug that's kind of relevant for this. Uh, a lot of people shit on the, uh, the, the, the prequel to The Thing that came out in like 2011 mm-hmm. or something like that. Honestly, I don't mind it, but a lot of people really hate on the fact that all the monsters in that are all CGI rather than uh, practical, the way they were in the original The Thing. Uh, what mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know is that they did make practical versions of almost all those monsters, and then the executives told them not to. So the company that did that made another movie called Harbinger Down um, that used most of the practical effects that they had originally designed for um, The Thing 2. So uh, if you're someone who likes The Thing and you were disappointed with The Thing 2 specifically because of the CGI type effects... Check out Harbinger Down. Apparently, like I, I honestly haven't seen it. Um, and apparently, it's it's all right. But if if you're specifically a like, look, I like Greg Nicotero style, cool practical effect body horror shit. Um, that's probably a movie you haven't seen before. But the just talking about the low budget horror movie kind of thing, this kind of skirted around that because all those effects were developed under the R and D budget for the very big budget thing remake. That is pretty damn cool. Yeah, that that sounds uh, interesting. I'd never really heard of that before, but uh, it sounds really cool. Great plug for this particular episode. Yeah, I thought that that, that (laughs) seemed like a good one to have in my back pocket. I'll watch it one of these days. (laughs) Well, uh, Ryan, thanks as always for being here, and uh, I am looking forward to hopefully 
talking about how much we loved Godzilla King of the Monsters Absolutely. in just a week and a half or so. And you, the listeners, can look forward to, as always, next week, Dave and I will have another episode of our hit podcast, Everything's a Cloverfield, where we take apart uh, modern events, new movies, and we see how they fit into the Clover cinema- Cloverfield cinematic universe. Because, you know, J-, J. Abrams, he's a tricky motherfucker. Pretty much everything fits into the Cloverfield universe. Ironically, Godzilla King of the Monsters, probably not going to be a Cloverfield. But, you know. But we will find time. out next time on Everything's Cloverfield. <laughs> this is Todd from iHeartGeek. We believe that anything you're passionate about is geek. And if you are a geek, you are family here. We record once a week and would love to have you join in our conversations. You can get hold of us at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Use the .com we paid extra for. It. You can get us at Twitter at iheartgeekshow, and you can always search us on our Facebook page as well. And keep on geeking on. All right, I hope you enjoyed that special episode talking about all our favorite monsters. We were kind of flying by the seat of our pants there. Uh, <laughs> we had very loose lists, as we told you, and it was uh, it was a fun conversation. I think that if we were to take a little more time to do a little more research, we might have even been able to dig a little deeper to some others. I mean, there's monsters in so many movies, like action movies, even like comic book movies have like some really cool uh creatures i don't think we got into any of those so i mean you know what maybe when uh godzilla vs kong comes out we'll like do a redo and uh see if we can uh make the list even better but i mean honestly that was a whole bunch of really awesome monsters so you know what screw it i'm happy with it so that does it for today's episode we will be back next week uh we've got of course godzilla king of the monsters We've also got Rocket Man, the Elton John movie, and we got a whole bunch of other movies that we are covering. So there is a lot that we're going to be fitting in. If you enjoy the show and want to make sure that you get to check it out, you should be subscribed on your podcast app of choice. We are on iTunes. We are on Spotify. Tune in radio. We just recently got added to iHeartRadio. Um, we're on a whole bunch of different apps. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And... If where you listen to podcasts has reviews like iTunes, um, leave us five-star rating and let us know what you think of the show. That would be awesome if you did that. So that does it for today. As always, I'm going to leave you with a piece of my music. And, you know, I'm pretty sure I've played this before on the show, but this being a Monsters Creatures special, I figured it would be a perfect track to play. Uh, There is this um, creature feature short film that I scored a while back called Croak. I'm actually about to uh, work with the director of Croak, uh, Matt Barrett, again sometime soon here. Uh, But I had a great time doing music for it because I love monsters and I love creatures. And it's uh, the movie features a really cool, you know, practical effects, giant frog creature. And uh, so that being a monster movie, I figure I might as well play a piece of music from the film Croak. So enjoy this piece of music, and uh, we'll be back with Godzilla next week.
and all points west. Thank you.